Well, settle in. They told me I got about three or four hours. I'm going to ask the ushers, lock the doors. We're going to lock everybody in. Praise God. Hallelujah. Nobody's going to be able to leave. Amen. Parking lot attendants, stop the people. Put the chain on the gate. <laughs> I want to thank God for allowing me to be with you this morning. I'm so happy to be here. I want to thank Pastor Moody and Apostle Moody for allowing me to come. Praise God. Thank y'all so much. So happy to be here. And then I want to thank God for all of you that came out this morning. Give yourself a hand. Amen. Well, we've got some kingdom work to do this morning, and I'm really happy about it because the Bible says whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I don't know about you. I take freedom every chance I get. I need to be free. I want to be free. Get me free. I don't care if it, it shows up ugly. God, then get me free out of the ugly. I don't care about that stuff anymore. Amen? Well, I come to you as a friend of God. Jesus talked about being a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I come as a friend of God. Friends of God have deeper relationships with him. Oh, that wait a minute. Let me back it up. I didn't lose y'all that quick. I just got started. Yeah, I feel you being nervous. I shalom, peace over you. <laughs> a friend cares about you. A friend has a really real love for you. And a friend will be with you in the good times and in the bad times. Think about your friends. You intentionally call them. You intentionally communicate with them. You intentionally go and be with them. I left Georgia yesterday and came as a servant, but by this morning, God said, you're my friend. Oh, y'all didn't hear what I said. He said, you're my friend. Friends are there for each other and love each other. You remember John 15? It talks about, this is not my message, this is just my intro to the intro to about three messages I'm going to preach today. You know how preachers do. We preach about five messages and hope you get one of them. <laughs> See, he says what you are my friends if you do what I command you to do I don't call you slaves any longer because a slave what don't know what the master is doing he said because I'm telling you hello this morning you're being told what God is doing he said I'm calling you my friend now Oh, so y'all will get that tomorrow and break out running and hollering and shouting, and they're going to have to try to sit you down at work. So what happened? I know God's my friend. Whoa! I'm a friend of God. You remember he called Moses his friend. He said Abraham was his friend. Jesus called Lazarus his friend. And then he called the disciples his friends. So, so guess what? This morning, God, I'm a friend of God that's been sent to you to let you know you're his friend too. I no longer call you slaves. I no longer call you servants. There are going to be times that you walk in being my friend. Oh, my goodness, I tell you what, that was rich. That had me just going this morning. I said, a friend? Oh, you, you have never called me that. Oh, 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 I'm your friend now. What we do now if I'm your friend? How do I do that? You know, we're so used to, got to do this, and got to do that. And, and now he's saying, come here, let's talk about this. What you think? <gasps> you want to know what I think? I'm so used to you telling me everything. You want to know what I think? Yeah, what do you think? What do you want to happen in this situation? 
almost get you scared. Uh, uh, is this a trick question? Uh, uh, what the Bible say? What the Bible say? Daddy, I want this in this situation. Can we do it this way? Yeah. Okay, let me try that again. Well, then I want this in this situation. Oh, let me keep, let me go on and leave y'all. You know, praise God. God is so good. He, he wants you to know that you can be his friend. You can be his friend. You walk with him and talk with him daily and listen and then obey what he's saying. Oh, my God, it's a special thing. I'm telling you, I'm excited. Let me, let me get back to here. Praise God. But your friend, tell somebody I'm a friend of God. Tell somebody else I'm a friend of God. Pat yourself on your own chest and say, I'm a friend of God. Woo-wee. Okay, dokie. Praise God. I got some material with me. And uh, you can get this at the book table. I didn't bring a lot of stuff because it wasn't that kind of trip. I have a book called Couture Reveal. You probably remember that when I did the 50-state tour and came through. Some of you got it. Some of you did not get it. You want to get this book and have it a part of your library, a part of your study. It's about uh, Keturah. She's in Genesis, the 25th chapter. She married Abraham. And they had six sons and about ten, nine, ten grandsons. The, the big deal about Keturah is she's an African woman. Amen. And so this is a truth that God has allowed me to bring forth into the earth realm. Praise God. And I'm so excited about it. I don't have the other book up here with me, but I do have a children's book back there that's called All the Families of Abraham. And so it's got Abraham uh, uh, with, what's the name, Hagar, and then, and then they got the Ishmael, then it's got Abraham with, uh, with Sarah, and then they've got Isaac, then watch this, then it's Abraham and Keturah and these six African sons that had not been seen in the earth realm. Oh, my goodness, you'll catch that tomorrow, too. Because I was like, God said, this has never been done. I said, never been done? He said, yes, I'm allowing you to bring their faces. Oh, oh, to bring their faces in the earth. So you want to get that? Get that for your child, grandchild, because we've got to start showing them that we all in there. Amen. We were like ragu. We all up in there. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anybody remember the prayer of Jabez? Remember that prayer? Why did we stop praying that? Isn't that interesting? Did you get all the territory you wanted? Enlarge my territory. Did you get all the stuff you wanted to get? Okay, well, we need to go back and pray this again. That's back to, let me give this to you. Let me sow this into your life. Come on, give God praise as she comes. You're welcome. Bless you. And then I have something that um, Apostle Moody has just hijacked me. And, you know, I was just minding my own business. Just come trying to preach a little message, you know. <laughs> and so my book here called The Warrior's Cry, it's, it's a strategic prayers for serious prayer warriors. And, and it's a powerful book. And then I, this year I wrote, well, last year during the pandemic, I wrote the study guide. And so now I just found out today from Apostle Moody, I'm doing an intercessories class with y'all in August. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be teaching I'll be teaching y'all this oh my goodness so you're going to need to get your material and be ready we're going to announce dates in August for us to do that isn't that exciting that's exciting she got apostolic and reached out and pulled me into my next place with teaching and training you know, you got to watch them apostles. They do you like that. You know, you be trying to have just a little conversation. Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Well, you know you need to teach such and such. What? 
And that'll be something God's already been telling you, so you can't deny it. <laughs> so, uh, okie dokie then. <laughs> Y'all be sure to be a part of that class. Don't let her hijack you and say, oh, I know you're going to be in a class, right? <laughs> I'm excited about it. Wow. I, I tell you, I'm excited. I'm excited. And to confirm it as well, what about a month, two months ago, I had this organization call me. They're called Intercessors for America. They've got about 2 million members. And they called me and said, hey, can you start writing articles for us? And Intercessors for America. And I thought, well, yeah, I guess I can. So God is pulling me back into intercession bringing to raise up this next group come on of intercessors that won't apologize about their prayers this next group of intercessors that'll know who they are know what authority they have i said this next group of intercessors that are gonna pray and pray and pray and pray until they see the will of god done on earth as it is in I say in this territory, I begin to shake, shake the bushes, and I call the intercessors forward. I call the true prayer warriors. Come, take your place. We need you. Come and take your place in God's kingdom. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. So they're coming. Amen. Get ready. They're coming. Hallelujah. They are coming. Get ready. The intercessors are coming. The apostolic intercessors are coming. The prophetic intercessors are coming. The evangelistic intercessors are coming. The pastoral intercessors are coming. The teacher intercessors are coming. The praise and worship intercessors are coming. The psalmist that pray are coming, church. Even the little children intercessors are going to be raised up. The little children are going to be praying. The intercessor in them I call for. Oh, we just got time to, to shut all this other mess down. Shut up all these other voices saying all this other crap so that the word of God can come forth and people can get healed, saved, delivered, and set free. Amen, amen. I didn't say a curse word, did I? You know, you get all excited, get all, hey, whoa, wait a minute, what did I say? <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, I'm trying to keep it real. Well, let me get to today's assignment, praise God. We're in a time that there has been so much loss. So sad to say, so many people have lost what? So many things. People have lost loved ones, lost mothers, brothers, sisters, cousins, and friends, fathers. I've lost, uh, had some losses in my family as well. And we're in a time where, you know, people have lost income because of this whole COVID thing, the pandemic. They've lost land. People have lost jobs. People have lost homes and lost businesses. Some people have lost farms and lost ministries, lost churches. People have lost retirement stuff. You know, people have even, in some cases, lost their mental capacities. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. I'm sorry, I have to change that. Y'all do hear what I'm saying. People have lost, studies are showing the impact of this pandemic mentally on people. How people are into depression, into sorrow, into sadness, stressed out, uh, anxiety bothering them so bad they can't sleep at night. And many have turned to drugs and to alcohol and all kind of stuff. He said, well, I don't drink and I, 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 
I don't do drugs, but you eating up everything. Now, he's trying to be funny. That's me, too. I was like, dang, let's have another one of them. Wait, hold up. Why are you eating like that? They had to go buy me some clothes to come on go on my next trip. I had enough for this one, but the next trip, I needed some more clothes. They had to go buy me. I said, woo, woo. But we need, you know, it's going to come out somewhere. Those feelings and, 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 you know, God, and I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. I'm talking about me. You know, we're turning to something. People watching, binging on TV. Oh, my God. I had to start turning that thing off at night. My God. Y'all getting quiet. It's a lot of offenders in here. See, so you, you have to make noise. Act like you, it's not you. Amen. So you get quiet, it's like, oh, it's all of them. Everybody doing that in here. They got quiet. They start looking down at their shoes, acting like they're looking for something in their purse. And the men start fooling around with their pockets. Uh-uh, it's you. And it's me, too. But we're getting free. There's been so many disappointments. Mm. So, so many people disgusted about stuff. I've been there, you know, disillusioned, thought one thing was going to happen this way, just knew it was going to come down like this and God was going to bless and this was going to be it and boom, the whole thing blew up. Messing with our faith and all of that. But I got some good news. Jesus said it like this, peace I leave with you. My peace, not as the world gives to you, but like I give to you. And I came to say, let not your heart be troubled, and neither let them be afraid. Jesus is still the King of kings. He's still the Lord of lords. He's still the great I am. He's still Yahweh. Still sitting on the throne. Amen? Amen? And I want you to remember this if you don't remember anything else I say today. God says about you personally, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. You know the rest of that sentence, the plans that I have for you. Thought of good and not of evil to give you a hope. And God says, I see what's happening to you, and guess what? I know. I know. You need to tell the devil, he knows. He knows. I know. Mm-hmm. 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 I know. I know what you've been going through. I know your secret times of prayer and weeping before me. I know. The children of Israel crying out to God about getting delivered. And he said that he saw. <laughs> he said, I've seen your tears. I've pitied your moan. And now I'm going to come down and deliver you. I'm not sending Michael. I'm not sending none of the angels. I'm not sending a donkey. I'm not sending, I'm coming down. Oh, let me, I'm trying, y'all making me go too fast. Y'all pulling on me. <laughs> Woo. So, so, so remember that. I know. I know. Our scripture today is going to be coming out of John 13. I hope you put that, um, thing in the 
that you was cooking in the crock pot. But because you're not going to make it back in time. You might as well just pick up something on the way home. It, 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 you, you're not going to make it. I'm going to tell you now, you're not going to make it. John 13, verses 1 through 17. I'm at the message now. All of that was extra. That Y'all don't have to pay for that. That's free. That's on the house right there. John 13, 1 through 17. Very familiar passage of scripture. Praise God. And, but I want you to hear it and hear all the scriptures I use today with new ears. And new, you know, we're so churched. Does somebody say Luke 3 and 8? Oh, Jesus. Okay, I didn't even get to the message yet. Well, it's because you heard it like 500 times and you already know where it's going to start. You know the middle. You know where you're going to start hollering and running. And then you know the end where you're going to fall out. You already got it pre-planned. I'm going to mess I'm scrambling your plans today. <laughs> so you've heard this scripture, gosh, probably a thousand times. But hear it with new ears. You know how you read something this year, and then next year you read the same scripture, and it means something different? Revelation is what that's called. It's a different revelation. So, so, so I was charged by one of my leaders that oversee me. And by the way, I have several leaders that I'm under. Praise God. Did you hear what I said? I'm not, I'm not a lone stranger. I mean, ranger, just... <laughs> Running around doing whatever I want to do. I'm under a lot of authority. Watch this. That's why God can trust me with a lot of authority. Because I'm submitted and under authority, then he can trust me to operate in a lot of levels of authority. See, we got it. All. That's another message. Let me keep going. Stop it. Stop, stop, stop. Stay right here. Stay right here, right here, right here, right here. So anyway, so one of my leaders told us this year, he said, don't just read the word legalistically this year, just reading the word. He said, read by the Spirit. He said, this is going to be a year that you're going to need the Spirit of God operating greater than he's ever operated in your life. So you got to read the word by the Spirit. Amen? John 3, 13, 7, 1 through 17. This is the new, interesting, set-you-free Bible. I know y'all don't have one because I'm the only one that has that. But anyway, <laughs> it was just before Passover festival. We just had Passover. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and to go to the Father. That's transition right there. Having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Let me tell you this. Your betrayers are getting ready to be exposed. Amen. Let me say it again. Your betrayers are getting ready to be exposed. When you see them, don't you doubt. Don't you talk yourself out of it. God is getting ready to show you your betrayers. Uh-huh. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and now he was returning to God. That's transition. Praise God. Verse 4 says, so he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. And he came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you do not realize now what I'm doing. But later you'll understand it. Peter said this, no, said Peter, you can never 
wash my feet. Jesus answered, unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Wow. Verse 9, then, then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head. Dip me in the water, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Jesus answered, those who have already, who had a bath, need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean. And you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew he was going to, who was going to betray him, and that that was why he said not everyone was clean. When he finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for this is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and your teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash another's feet. I've set an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor his messenger greater than the one that, hence, that sent him. Now watch this, verse 17. I don't know if you saw this. I didn't see this. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. Blessed. There's so many hidden blessings in the word of God. If you do this, you're going to be blessed. Amen? So here's what's happened. Jesus has... Uh, and his disciples have entered into a time and a place of transition. Okay? They're transitioning out of going around everywhere, preaching the gospel with Jesus and all of that. And Jesus is getting ready to do what? He's getting ready to be beat. He's getting ready to be whipped and lied on, spat on, all that stuff. He's getting ready to go to the cross. He's getting ready to do all of those things and then die and at the same time, the disciples are going to be transitioning into their new life. My God. My God. They thought they knew what Jesus was talking about all this time when he says, I'm going to die and I'm going to, I'm going to go to the cross and the third day I'm going to rise. Can you imagine being one of them and all of a sudden your leader of three years who's been with you has stepped through everything, is getting ready to die. They beating him, whipping him, and you running from them too. So they didn't really understand what was getting ready to happen. But Jesus knew, I've got to transition out of where I am. Watch this spiritually into where I need to be. Watch this spiritually. I got to transition now. And let me help everybody in the room. I did not say it's time for you to transition out of this church. See, I've been, I've, honey, I've done a 50-state tour, been all 50 states, been to 33 nations, and these people come up with some stuff. Well, you know, when Dr. Battle was here, she said it was time to go. When did she say that? Let's play the tape. Because when did she say that? I said spiritually. We're transitioning out of the old spiritual place that we've been in and we're transitioning into the new spiritual place that God wants us to be in. We're going from glory to glory, faith to faith, strength to strength, revelation to revelation. We are transitioning. Forgetting those things that are behind us. It's time to press. It's time to press. It's time to press toward the mark of the high calling through Christ Jesus. We're transitioning spiritually. See, now, now it's on tape. I didn't say you were leaving. Now listen to this. You're transitioning out of your last 12 years of stuff. 
Oh, you didn't, y'all did hear what I said. You're transitioning out of your last 12 years of stuff that you've been in, all the demons that's been chasing you for these last 12 years, getting victory over you. God has said, it's time for that mess to stop, and we're going to come for it. We're going to come out with more authority, more power, more anointing, more glory. It's time for the transition. Oh, that stuff is over, honey. Jehovah says it's over. Jehovah says it's over. Them 12 years of them same demons playing them same tricks on you and your family and your business and your job. Guess what? Jehovah says it's over. Jehovah said it's over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There is always an expiration date. There is always a time when things have to stop and the new stuff starts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Twelve years of certain demons messing with you. Twelve years of your money being attacked. Twelve years of your children being attacked. Twelve years of your body being attacked. Twelve years of everybody and all these demons messing with you. Uh, 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 it's over. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. I see him running. I see him running. I see him running. I see him running. I see the demons running. I see him running. I see him running. I see him running. <laughs> Woo! 12, 12. It's over. It's over. 12 years of stuff. It's over. 12 years of them lying on you. It's over. 12 years of them making fun of you because you come down to this church. It's over. Woo, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. That stuff got to stop, honey. God ain't going to leave you like this. He ain't going to leave you stuck like this. No, 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 no. Not when we got the same power that raised Christ from the dead working on the inside of us. Woo. Let God be true and every man be a lie. <laughs> oh, God. This is still my introduction. I can, I, I can tell. Lock the doors. Twelve years. And when you hit that twelfth year and you go into it, watch this, watch this, You're getting rid of that stuff. But when you hit that twelfth year and go into that twelfth year, the number 12 means government. He's establishing his government in you and in your life. He's also bringing his power and authority as you loop around this into the 13th year. This word is true. The Bible is true. All we got to do is just keep believing. Amen? Amen? So, so, so Jesus is getting ready to transition. And so back in that time, the custom was because people walked around with sandals on or they didn't have shoes at all. So they'd walk around, their feet was dusty. You ever been to Israel, you know it's dusty, sandy. I can't imagine them walking this hot as it was. Oh, Jesus. 
Woo, I said, thank you, Lord, for the year I was born. But anyway, so, <laughs> so, so it was customary that when someone came to your house, they'd wash your feet. And if you were a rich person, you'd have a servant, a slave that would wash everybody's feet. So here Jesus is taking on the position of a slave and washing their feet. Can you imagine the disciples are like freaking out saying, whoa, ho! oh no, you can't wash our feet. That's what, what Peter starts saying. Said you're taking on the lowliest job in the house to wash my feet. And Jesus said, mm -mm, no, 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 I'm setting an example. I, I, I need you to come out of you. Come out of what all you want and all you got and all you want to do and all, no, 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 and serve somebody. Oh, that's okay. They got quiet. It's all right. So that means y'all ain't serving. <laughs> Serve somebody. Wash their feet. He was showing them, watch this, how to be humble as well. Oh, my God, there's so much pride in the body of Christ now. I could just scream. I can smell it when I go into places. I can smell it when I go into different churches. I don't smell it here. But I can just look at people, and it's just like, ugh. I was telling Apostle yesterday, the Hollywood preacher is gone. Uh-oh. I didn't mean to mess up your dream. But the Hollywood... <laughs> it's gone. God wants friends now. He wants friends. He wants servants. He wants people that love him. Let me keep going. You remember one time Jesus rebuked them at, in Luke 7, because they didn't wash his feet. He said, turning to the woman, he said to Simon, did you see this woman? I entered your house. She gave me no, you gave me no water for my feet, but she wet her, wet my feet with her tears and then wiped it with her hair. Ooh, Jesus, I don't know if I could, I, with my hair, I don't know, but okay. You know how much this hair costs me, Jesus? <laughs> but okay, Lord, Master, make a miracle and clean it real quick. <laughs> My first point is this. We need continual cleansing. Because we live in a world that has so much sin and so much in it, so much demonic activity. We're out there touching that stuff all the time. Yes. Watch out now. Keep looking straight ahead. Sometimes it might be living with us. <laughs> Curses out there. <laughs> Curses out there. All that stuff has the ability to touch us. So we have to stay clean. You remember this, the continual washing of sanctification is done by the power of the Holy Spirit who lives within us through the washing of the water by the word and given to us to, to equip us for every good work. So you need to wash your feet and we need to wash our feet and get cleansed continually. Amen? Amen? We also need to wash others' feet as a place of humility. Amen. Okay. All right, then. Y'all said that. Y'all said God. Wait a minute. God saw you. <laughs> Didn't matter if we saw you. God saw you. Yes. Amen. But there's another part of, this is what I came for. There's another part of foot washing. Foot washing is a miracle of deliverance. Oh, y'all didn't hear what I said. Yes, you did. You did hear what I said. Foot washing is a part of deliverance. Amen? I'm going to prove that to you in just a second. It's short. Don't worry. I don't have a 25 more pages. So, there's deliverance. 
deliverance in foot washing. Listen, deliverance from the demons that you've been out there fighting. Oh, y'all don't hear me. What's been happening to Yes, y'all do. What's been happening to us is, we've, you know that song, it's a new season. It's a new day. You know that we sing, we get all happy about that, go into that new season, and we're still defeated, and we're being beat up by the same old demons. Why is that? Watch this. Because we didn't wash our feet and wash ourselves spiritually, them demons, when you went into your new season, they were right here on your heel. They walked in there with you and watch this. And now you got a double, quadruple battle because you're fighting the demons from the old season. And now you got to fight the ones from the new season. I skipped a whole lot of stuff. Let me just give you a scripture, and, and this must be the way the Lord wanted it. Genesis 3, 13 through 15, it says this. And the Lord said to, Lord God said to the woman, what is this that you've done? Yeah. And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me, yeah. and I did eat. See, there I go, that eating thing. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I love to eat. I love I love to cook and I love to eat. You know them people that like to eat, they like to cook too cuz they want it just the way they want it. So I be cooking like 3 4 days worth of food and they get me in trouble every time cuz I start eating it. All of it. And by the second day I'm like, "What happened to all the food?" I'm just telling you how to pray for me, but anyway, Verse 14, it says, and the Lord said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed above all the cattle, above every beast of the field, on, unto your belly. You shall go and dust. Somebody say dust. dust. Shall you eat all the days of your life, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed, and it shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. Now, we know they're talking about Jesus here, but they're also talking about us. You remember the serpent? He has one goal. He wants to be in charge. He, wants to, he hates mankind. He hates everything about you. Don't get it twisted. Don't let your guard down one day. He's trying to kill you, steal from you, and destroy you. That's his job description. That's what he's given to other demons to try to kill you, steal from you, and destroy you. Wonder why is that so, so big? Because when he did what he did in pride and came against God, got thrown out of heaven, guess who got his place? We did. How dare you get my position? Glory to God. Thus being serpent food, saw that, right? Has many meetings. But one is that it represents the serpents or devils, listen, trying to bite your heels. The devil is trying to continue to attack us. Remember, he said you shall have eat dust all your life. Here's a scripture in, in Isaiah 25, and it says, The wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion, the lion shall eat straw like the bullet, and dust shall be the serpent's meat. Hello. Talking about your feet. Micah 7, 17, they shall lick the dust like the serpent. My, my. Satan... In his own thinking, wanted to have majesty, wanted to be bit better than Jesus. He even tried to trick Jesus into this. But let me keep going. Foot washing is a wisdom of God. It's a wisdom of God that we hadn't tapped into yet. 
Oh, come on, somebody. It's a mystery. It's a hidden truth that's connected to foot washing. You know, your head symbolizes, depending on where you read and all of that, for this purpose, it, 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 it represents your destiny. Your head does. Your hands represent your productivity. Hello, somebody. But your feet means that's your establishment in life. Oh, some of us got dirty feet, and that's why we can't establish nothing. We can't be established. We wonder why we start this and stop that and start this. And why people get to with us for a while, then they leave us, and then another group comes. You're not established. You've got to get, and I've got to get and stay established. But it also means, it means that you have dominion over your enemies. So if you got a polluted foot, watch this. If your foot is polluted, you can't establish nothing and you don't have dominion over nothing. Huh? Can't establish nothing and can't have dominion over nothing. Oh, my God. It's all right. It's all right. It's going to get better. I promise you. I promise you. Listen to this. When Adam lost his dominion, the serpent was instructed to do what? Bruise his heel. So guess what? The enemy's been bruising your heels. Your foot is also an instrument of protection and direction. My head all day can say, I want to go get in this little nice car right here. But if my feet don't take me, we're not going. Hello, somebody. So your feet have to be established. Your feet have to be the thing that protects you. If something comes, you your feet can make you run from it or one run toward it. Okay, amen. Listen, once your feet are blessed and beautiful, you will win every life, every battle in life and possess all your possessions. Okay, I'm saying, all right, so let me get to my, I'm at my third point, that's all I got. Remember the scriptures, shake the dust off your feet. It says what, Matthew 10, 14, and whoever will not receive and accept, this is the Amplified, and welcome you nor listen to your message as you leave that house or town, shake the dust off your feet. Now, now listen to this other version. It says, and in whatsoever place you shall enter and they receive you not in my name. Listen to this. You shall leave a cursing instead of a blessing. By casting off the dust off your feet against them as a testimony and then go cleanse your feet by the wayside. Now, we're not talking about cursing people. I didn't say that. Now, I'm talking about cursing demonic forces. You and I have the ability to curse those demonic forces that's been in your bloodline. We can curse generational curses. We can curse curses that we put on ourselves. We can curse. We can curse curses that witches and warlocks are praying over us. We can curse curses that powers and principalities, rulers of darkness, Spiritual wickedness in high places are putting on us. We can curse that. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Now it is like this. It's a bunch more, but I'm gonna just end it right here. When you what happened with that scripture, shake the dust off your feet. It's about rejection. What did they do? They rejected the servants of God. But watch this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did they really? No. They reject the word of God that the servants of God was bringing. So they reject God. Uh-huh. So I break right now in the name that's above every name, that spirit of rejection. I break your power from over this house, from over this region, from over this territory. You are bound and broken, and I command you leave, 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 leave this territory.
glory. None of these people all perceived rejection. Go, all inherited rejection. Go, all self-rejection. Go, 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 go. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, because of the authority and power he's given us, rejection, you can't stay in this house or in these people. Go! Go! Let me show you real quick how perceived rejection works. You walk into a room. All of a sudden, you walk in. People turn around, look at you. You think everybody's talking about you. Maybe they ain't even thinking about you. They're trying to watch that door and make sure ain't nobody else coming in. That's how perceived rejection. I come ask Reverend, Reverend Pastor a question, Apostle. And she said, well, no, we can't do that. Okay, well, now I'm re I feel rejection. Well, she said, no, we can't do that because you don't know the other five parts that it would take to get that done. And that them other five parts don't go with the whole plan, so she can't take that one in. But guess what? But she can't explain all of that to you right now because they're trying to work it out behind the scenes. And now you trying to be all rejected. Let me tell you what. Grow up spiritually. This ain't Burger King. You can't have it your way. Okay, I told you I was going to be nice today. Dang. I told Pastor, I said, I'm going to be nice to the people tomorrow. She said, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me tell you this part, and then we're going to do foot washing. This part right here, it has been medically. Go to WebND. Go Google some of this stuff. It has been medically proven. Now, now let me let me hit, wait a minute before I say any of this. Everything is not the devil because you don't know it. There are some basic medical things, praise God, that we just don't know as people groups. A lot of people, and then we, we somebody bring it to you, and it's like, oh, that's what the Asian witchcraft people do. No, they don't. Yeah, some of them do that, but where did they get that from? What's the foundation of that? Well, that's what the Indian people do. They do, and they do some other stuff with it too. But what? Where did they get that from? Got it from God and twisted it. So it's been proven medically. Now watch this. That the bottom of your foot, our feet, our footses, our feets, the bottom of your feet, there are portions of your foot that represent every organ in your body. Listen at the miracle and the wisdom of God. It represents every system in your body. Oh my God. So what was Jesus doing? Jesus was not only cutting off all the demonic activity from the uh, of the people, the, the demons that were chasing them, but then he washed their feet, watch this, and began to heal their bodies for that next season they were about to enter in. He said, you ain't going to take sickness with you. You ain't going to take diseases with that pain in your neck ain't going with you. That bad foot ain't going with you. That hip hurting ain't going with you. The wisdom of God. Woo! Finally, you know, some of y'all, it, it happened to me, but it's okay. I was like in the bed, you know, some of this time, between the last three, two or three months and getting this message, and my feet were getting caught, like on the sheets. Who said mine too? See, you know what I'm talking about. Thank you, thank you, sister. God bless you. See, see, I knew it was a witness in the house. And I turn over and they'd be like, 
And I flip on this side. I said, what is that? I went and took a look and looked at my footsies. <laughs> and it was all of this crusty stuff. Dead skin. And I was like, I never had that before. I said, where did that come from? It's like it grew overnight. Where does? I had a skin graft. A dead skin graft overnight. Woo! <laughs> so the Lord said, get something and get that. I just took an emery board right that night. It just <laughs> all of this dust go. I said, what in the world? And so he said, go get you one of them little that and that little kid, because the kid had it in there. Get you one, girl. You got to go to Walmart. About $8 going to fix all of this. See, y'all trying to be all deep. and we, we need a miracle. No, you need that $8 little thing that at Walmart to get that crust off your feet. <laughs> so, so, so I did that. Got that thing off and... Then the next few days or something, it was like, okay, I got to do the other side. Now the side of my foot. Anyway, God, what God was doing was showing me something. I didn't even have all of this revelation when that was happening. And so when, when I put this with that, he said, now watch this. Now wait a minute. Every organ is under my foot, right? Every structure, skeletal, uh, respiratory, all of that is in my foot. Watch this. And this men, y'all hear this because it's for you too. So when that dead skin is growing over my feet, watch this. It's trying to kill my organs. Oh, y'all didn't hear what I said. It's trying to kill my organs as all of that. Crust. Somebody need to run and get a pedicure today. But anyway. <laughs> Y'all need to set up pedicure hall. <laughs> What's that say? Oh, that's my thing right there. That's it. Told you about eight dollars. <laughs> you don't even have to go to the Chinese shop to get your feet done. Yeah, it is right there. And that's for about five or six times, which because you're gonna need another one. Life, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel. Another virgin said, says it like this. It says, even the feet are beautiful of the one that's bringing the gospel. It's time for your feet to get beautiful. It is just incredible how much he loves you. You know, they talk about how he loves us more than we love ourselves. It's so true. That's why I, I'm his friend. Because of that love. He loves us so much. You, he loves you so much. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. And the Bible says what? Nothing can separate you. You're crazy. Family, I meant to say some of your family members. I was thinking about mine, but <laughs> nothing can separate you from his love. And what he, he loves you so much, he wants you to really be connected and be able to fulfill all the things he has for you. It's some good stuff. Sure, it's a bunch of great stuff, but you know, you got to go through some stuff to get it, training, learning, all of that. But it's good. Tell your neighbor, it's good. Tell your other neighbor, it's good. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you.
The Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord give you peace. The Lord give you joy. The, love give, the Lord give you prosperity and a triple dose of favor everywhere you go. And we seal this work and this time with the blood of Jesus. And I'm going to tell you this. Something good is going to happen to you this week. Amen and amen. We are dismissed.